0: I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Gant.
1: And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant, and that it is our job to get us there.
0: Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The, the Remedy. Remedy. <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine.
1: Hello, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tobacito and Janice Gant and
2: Kevin Embling. And I can't even tell you guys how glad I am that I'm leaving town for a few days tomorrow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have just had the wildest experience oh. ever, and we are very silly right now. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> I have church giggles. I mean, I really have yeah,
2: I like Oh, like when something's so funny like in turns in, and you, you can't
1: when your yeah. mom is like and your dad gives you that look like, Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, and then it makes it worse. Yes, yeah, what I have. I think you have to tell them, tell them what oh happened. My God, really quickly. Okay, so <laughs> It's Saturday, and we're here at the studio because Kevin is going on vacay tomorrow. So Which we is have so to funny. It's Saturday.
2: Cool. I do shows all week. How does why does this happen on a Saturday? Isn't that kind of I mean, random? Yeah,
1: totally a random. Saturday whole, morning. The whole thing. <laughs> why is she working?
0: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this woman
1: walked into the studio, mm-hmm. and. She, She with
2: the on air light on.
0: Well, first of all, she knocked on the door with the on
1: air light on. Yes, right, because we're about to record. Yes, and Kevin's studio so professional. There's actually a sign on the outside that says "on air," which is code for anybody with half a brain get lost. Walk (laughs) in. (laughs) It's code for go away. (laughs) Yes, and so she walked in, and she's very angry. But like a, mm. in a patronizing- Passive, quiet, Like in angry. a kindergarten teacher kind of way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you guys.
2: Like that kind of voice, exactly. i
1: a counselor, and I'm next door, and the walls are very thin.
2: She's probably whispering right now.
1: Yeah, she is. <laughs> and she said our laughter was too loud. And we, it was we laughed disturbing. too much.
2: She was just hearing a lot of laughter.
1: And
0: (laughs) (laughs) And when she said and when she's doing she has her hands and she's creating a teepee and with her fingers it's like she's doing finger push ups
1: (laughs) against one another. And she told us we were our laughter was disturbing.
2: (laughs) But no, disruptive, but maybe. Um, and if disruptive. next time you set up, I'm like, Yeah, because I reconfigure a studio every day.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Kevin's studio is perfectly set up and it's got a it's lot of components and, yeah. and wired and everything.
1: Uh, she said, So the next just time
2: move you move over this way, like, is it really going to make any difference?
1: She was saying we were disturbing her clients because they, she's a counselor.
2: Counselor, and I'm that nicest guy, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do about that.
1: Yeah, right. we're all just staring at her j- j- like, all just tell I every just, show
2: to not be funny. I also
1: wanted to, like, t- I don't even know Jan- Janice's Rolodex, but I know it includes me and several <laughs> other of my friends. And I just wanted to be like, she is a counselor <laughs> as well.
2: I have two counselors in the room right now. I also <laughs> share this suite with another counselor, no one else has a problem. <laughs>
1: Yeah, th- I mean, has anybody ever come? Anyway. was like, we're
2: counselors. I'm like, we're counselors here. Uh, I mean, not I would me, underst- but everyone I, else.
0: I would understand if we were a rock band and we had drums
1: and stuff. Yeah.
0: But this is laughter. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. If if one of the people on my couch was hearing laughter in the next room, I would be like, thank God. Yeah. For the hope that exists in this world. Yeah. <laughs> That's That's was what that was very disturbing. Gives, gives Counselor's I mean if I was in here name.
2: if we were in here it's reviewing why we
1: are so successful
2: if we were in here reviewing insurance reports but we were just laughing about something we saw on TV last night I still would have the same answer like i don't I don't know what to tell you like you're yeah. not supposed to have, to have a say. good time while working but especially in a studio i mean. <laughs> Was... Do you know how fucking pissed you'd be if I walked into a counseling session?
1: <laughs> now that's true. Now that is true.
0: You
2: could this go is over every the... bit as important. I'm sorry, but you could go crying
0: over... too hard. You could go over there and walk hard. into her session and say, <laughs> say, I am a. Producer. <laughs>
1: with the teepee
2: hands. <laughs>
0: with the teepee hands and where we are recording. So prepare yourself for laughter.
2: If I ever talk like that, strangle me with the microphone cord. Kev, you don't come have you noticed? Put me on my misery. That
1: <laughs> we will. Oh, okay. Uh... Nobody experiences and we've probably gone on too long, but y'all, it just happened. Yeah, and it, was, it was too. It was insane. Like I literally and we have to start because I have to go prom dress shopping with Anna Fran <laughs> in, in 48 minutes.
2: It's like, my blood's still boiling. I wish I could be like Tova and Janice. My stomach
0: like... is like sore from laughing
1: so I'm hard laughing already. already.
0: The minute she left the room, she we shot died in the she she,
1: she, did. We would have never laughed this hard if she never came uh, in here. No. I feel bad. I actually do not feel bad at all. Since the
2: on-air light doesn't work, by the way, I went ahead and manually locked the door to the suite, so nobody else is bothering us during this episode. I promise. It's going to be like a lousy roommate, you know, in an apartment building. She's going to be like knocking on their wall with a broom or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And if I want to be a
2: dick, I can be. I got studio monitors. I could blast music if I wanted as soon as this episode's over.
0: We could have a dance party in here. Yes. Think we
2: should. And then I'll leave it on for the four days I'm gone in (laughs) Galveston.
1: Is that where you're going? Yeah. I didn't even ask where you're going. Yeah, actually, today First is my spring, three-year right? anniversary. Oh, happy
2: anniversary! Oh, damn, I should have said that before I left. Should have said happy anniversary. When you I haven't said happy? Well, she was asleep, but I mean, you text her. I still right should have now. said it. Uh oh, yeah.
1: Uh oh, get your phone. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You no, gotta, right. you this gotta is, win that battle.
0: This is like really and truly, it, it's like a Saturday Night Live it skit. Is. It is it, a really good Saturday Night oh. Live skit. You talk
2: about some pretty serious, heavy stuff too. You guys are right. We would not have. She may not have heard another laugh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> for sure. Especially what we're talking about today. Yes, like, yeah.
2: faith and uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. so we have to thank our sponsor today again, Suzanne Durham from last week. Yeah, She thank gave you. such a generous donation that she's also sponsoring Kevin and what we're doing for- Well, thank you. Suzanne Durham. Yes. Wrote wrote your check this month.
2: Yeah, so if that has a problem, she can take it up with Suzanne.
1: Exactly. <laughs> we'll give her Suzanne's number. I'm totally number. just kidding, Suzanne. <laughs> Suzanne's uh, like, I'll oh, God, it. no, oh, God, no. <laughs> Um, okay okay, so i'm really (laughs) looking forward to to, well wait a minute before we go into are you excited about galveston is this for spring break why are you going for anniversary oh for anniversary Mm -hmm. so it's you're kind of like
2: that's why i forgot you know because we're not like celebrating yet you know today's still a work day so that's
1: yeah 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 i'm sorry you're working on your anniversary
2: it's okay so you leave tomorrow yep
1: on sunday and you come back Wednesday, wednesday yep and you rented a home you, a hotel? What are you doing? Where are you
2: um, going? It's like the only...
1: Airbnb? What no, do do? it's
2: a hotel, but we picked it specifically because it's a little chilly this time of year. Obviously, you can't go swimming in the ocean or the pool, really. Mm. So it has a heated pool, and that's why we picked
0: oh, it. Oh, nice.
1: What's the name of it? I can't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be Paid great. for it.
2: I can't think of it. But that's she picked great. it out. She does all the travel planning. So,
1: so. Galveston's what? Five hours?
2: Four hours and 17 minutes from what Janice and I looked up right before.
1: Oh, fab. And you're leaving tomorrow. Tomorrow. So you get up, drive, get out as early as possible because you want to – what does the weather look like? Have you looked at –
2: It's actually a little cooler there than it's going to be here, but it'll be 70s. It's oh, oh, sunny. That's... So, yeah.
1: Yeah, Galveston be... has great restaurants. And... The dude, that's really our favorite I mean, thing really is the restaurants does. there. Because
2: the beaches are horrible. We don't even Actually, bother don't really with the beach. I
1: think the beaches are horrible there.
2: Really? Oh, God, they're the ugliest I mean, they're, beaches I've they're ever they're seen.
1: More beautiful places on earth. But I have to say, when I have gone, we used to go on mission trips there because there's always a hurricane. So, there's always roofs yeah. to repair. Mm-hmm. And so, we would always spend on spring break, we would always spend a day. Or two at the beach with all the kids, and I was always kind of pleasantly surprised at the condition. Because maybe it's just always bad because beaches are on off, are. you know. But
2: maybe it's just been bad when I was there. But Brown water, rocky beaches. Well,
0: I think the I think maybe because the water is not particularly <clears throat> beautiful right there on the coastline. Yeah. You know, it's not that
2: especially in terms of Gulf of Mexico, yes. Caribbean sort of. Thing. You get some gorgeous Island. water yeah. in the Gulf of Mexico.
0: Yeah so yeah. but you'll yeah, have you a do. great time oh
2: it's great you can eat you know sit on the patio at seafood places and see out in the ocean and that stuff's yeah. all great oh you hear have the waves and whatnot yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: people watching
1: is always really mm-hmm. good in Galveston drink a little cold beer. yeah, yeah. laugh freely <laughs> loudly <laughs> without getting into it's, trouble
2: oh and I'm a loud guy so
1: <laughs> I haven't hear that I haven't experienced <laughs> <laughs> I haven't experienced you as super loud
2: really Mm-mm. oh no, man me neither if you're ever with me in a gathering or not where we're drinking, carrying on, whatever, I'm very, very loud. Seriously? Yeah, my whole family is. Wow. We're like jarring to Elisa's family because they're very <laughs> soft-spoken. That's such and a so... good word, jarring. jarring. We are.
0: Well, that that would be good for the My counselor. family is
1: also very jarring.
2: After an event with the Ebelings, <laughs> Lisa's like...
0: Oh, you shit. ought to be in my house when is everybody's well? there. Oh, with all the grandkids? Yeah, we're all... There's a
1: shrill involved. There's a shrill involved. (laughs) (laughs) I like that, though. I do, too. I love it. That's life. That's love. We're very
2: gregarious, if that's the turn I'm thinking of. It's a good
1: word. Yeah. I, I hope, I mean, my family, as you can imagine, is very loud.
2: Elise all, all the time is like, stop odd. yelling. I'm like, this is just my voice. <laughs> like, I'm really not yelling. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm speaking any way passionately, she's like, stop yelling. I'm like, I'm really not yelling.
1: <laughs> this is yelling. Yeah. Like,
2: if I really yell, you'll know it.
1: What would it kind of, if I don't, I don't, don't yell. Don't yell in here with our neighbor today. No. Okay, so well, I, I recommended or, or we were trying – not recommended. I was trying to, we were trying to figure out about what to talk today, what to talk about today. hmm and uh, one of the things that kind of really struck me this week when I was teaching Bible study, so I have a, a Bible study that I teach on Thursdays at noon, if anybody wants to ever go. Um, I feel like I should. You, you are always welcome. They would love it. Oh, they would. Are you kidding? <laughs>
2: How all, long is it? One hour. Oh, no, that's not and bad I at all. And I start
1: and end on time every week. Anyway, one of the things that really stood out to me this week when I was teaching, and I, you know, when you're, I'm sure, Janice, because you've done seminars and you've spoken at different things, mm-hmm. you can really tell, you, you, there's a lot of energy. Oh, yeah. That comes back. Yeah. Um, you see their eyes. You see the gulps. You see their musty eye, you know. Yeah. And, and you see them falling asleep. Like, <laughs> you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of feedback uh, yeah, you can it yes nonverbal feedback yes. that comes when you're speaking. Um but this was something that I I really, really felt like was a topic that was very relevant mm-hmm. and and very like, wow, I needed that. Mm-hmm. Um and even a couple of people called me after the study and were like, gosh, I needed that today. And it was a verse from Matthew 17. Um and so Jesus is healing a demon possessed boy, so if it's okay, I'll just read it yeah yeah and yeah just spark why this conversation or why the thought of maybe I'm not the only one and these people that were in this Bible study aren't the only ones that needed this lesson or or reminder so it says this when they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him Lord have mercy on my son he said he has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed at that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So I remember reading that verse when like for the first time, like I had read the Bible before, but Uh I think I was just going through the motions. So I felt like I really read that verse for the first time when I had Charlie. Mm-hmm. my son, uh, who was sick, and I would read that verse. I would read that, and then I would read uh, Matthew from the Sermon on the Mount where it talked about don't worry. Like, yeah. don't worry yeah. about tomorrow. Today has enough worry of its own. Mm-hmm. So I tried to really be, pr- those, those two verses not only grounded me with the don't worry, but it also gave me hope. Okay, if I have the faith of a mustard seed, Jesus is telling me, Scripture is telling me that if I have faith of a mustard seed and I want this to be so, then it will be so. Like I can move a mountain, and yet my mountain wasn't moved. Right. And so I wasn't ever angry at God, but I also had to reconcile Mm -hmm. that passage because Jesus is, he really doesn't mince words in these verses. Like it's clear, like the, the, the disciples could not heal this boy because he said they didn't have enough faith. So if you have enough faith, then healing would take place. So I just thought that maybe I'm not the only one (laughs) Mm -hmm. who's ever, you know, if I've had to reconcile unanswered prayers,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: then I'm probably not the only one that's had to reconcile unanswered prayers. I
0: guarantee you, every person that's ever prayed has had to reconcile unanswered prayers. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, in, in my belief system, it's <coughs> having faith is trusting in something bigger than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that that, but it's not like going to... Santa Claus and asking for something for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's about, so I think the reconciliation has to come as a result of what people believe and understand about that scripture. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, for Mm -hmm. me, I am not a real literal interpreter of scripture all the time. Yep, You know, I don't, there are a lot of things I don't believe in. I don't believe in hell. I don't, but there's, you know, so, so I, so for me, part of my, and I used to be very extreme the other way. Oh, and, yeah. and I remember when <laughs> I was doing a Bible study fellowship, I prayed endlessly that some changes would happen in my marriage mm-hmm. and it never did. Mm-hmm the way that I needed it to happen in order for me to stay. Mm-hmm. And so that was when I, I really examined my my perception of that very scripture mm-hmm. because it didn't happen mm-hmm. like it said. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that is—so that's when I stopped— asking for things in prayer Mm -hmm. what i have substituted in the place of asking i i claim Mm -hmm. so in other words what i if i am asking for help for you know rather than ask for help for my own health let's say uh, like when I had my knee surgery, I didn't ask that I would make it through the surgery. Mm-hmm. I claimed mm-hmm. that God is with me in this surgery. Mm-hmm. So that for me, that works the best for me because mm-hmm. when I, I I realize that I don't, even though I might ask in a desperation, it's not. I don't believe that the power of the universe, God. Picks and chooses who he says yes to and who he says no to. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I think that I don't, I don't, and I don't, I, I also don't believe that every single thing that happens is exactly God's will. Yeah, you know, I, I would not had I lost two children, or uh, really three, mm-hmm. as you have, Tova, and yet I'm called to trust. Mm-hmm. In that higher power, mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. then how does that make sense? Why did you not fix this if mm-hmm. you can move a mountain? Mm-hmm. Because
1: you had faith. That
2: reminds mm-hmm. me of something I want to ask you, Toba. Did you ever feel um, like betrayed or forsaken by the Lord? I didn't. Really?
1: I really didn't. I I wanted. I had this. The only thing that I really wanted to know or understand was why. Which is a futile question, yeah,
2: but understandable.
1: But it's always the question, yeah, like mm-hmm. why? Why not me? Yeah, why them
2: and mm-hmm. not me?
0: Yeah, yes.
1: or why me and not them? And not that I would wish any mm-hmm. wh- anything that I went through on anybody else, but I mean, when I was, I was in my early thirties when I was going through all of my loss, and you know, everybody <clears throat> felt like a lot of people around me were successful in mm-hmm. giving birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I felt very alone in my grief and my sorrow mm-hmm. and my loss. And so That's not a
2: common experience.
1: No. No. And and you know, some people have miscarriages, some people have a stillborn, mm-hmm. some people lose children. Very rarely, I I actually don't know another human that,
2: that has all of them? That
1: has all of them. Yeah and i had experienced loss on all of the and, and and in the middle of all of that i also lost my mom and so there was just a lot of loss and a lot of suffering and
2: it's extraordinary the amount
1: it, it well and and it was really hard yeah i was so naive and young and and to use your word janice you know taking the bible very literal Mm -hmm. i grew up that way me too and and i was still kind of in alignment even though i had left the mormon faith and i was methodist Mm -hmm. i i was still very young in in my thought process i was kind of just going along with what i had been raised with, and so I believed in inerrancy. I believed that every single thing that had ever been written in the Bible happened, right, and was true. I believed that Jonah was in the well. I believed that, that
2: none of it's metaphor; it's actual. No. I, I yeah.
1: believed all of it, and I believed, I did too. And and I believed that s- sex outside of marriage was terrible. I believed homosexuals were going to hell. I believed, I believed, I believed all of those things. And, and I remember the first time it it was a guy named Neil that I worked with at the church and, uh, we were both sitting down, uh, waiting for somebody and he was going through seminary at Perkins and I had not gone, I had not taken any classes yet. So I, I was just naive in my, and young in my thought process and, and what I was just going along with how I was raised and I remember he was talking about a class he was taking at Perkins and how uh, he somehow eluded or said that he didn't believe in that the in the literal actual words of the Bible. And I remember I thought my head was going to explode. <laughs> I remember that same. <laughs> thing I'm kind of and-
2: having that happening right now because <laughs> I always thought that's how it was supposed to be interpreted as literal
1: well I thought it was too I had too. never given myself permission to think otherwise which is
2: why it seemed like such a fantastical story in a lot of ways you and
1: know? probably made it difficult uh, for you to maybe believe definitely yeah sure I mean and and it was really hard to to not carry shame mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. for me me I can too only speak, me too I can only speak hey, man. from
2: You know me and the Catholic upbringing. But
1: when you, if you believe in the literal 100% word of God without any room for maybe that's not exact metaphor
2: or exaggeration or like figurative.
1: Honestly, if I have faith and I do, and I go to Everest and I say, Mountain, move. (laughs) Right. And it doesn't. You're move, pushing against it. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't move. Then, then that
2: I, must mean there's no God. I, would I had never, a little. I just, exactly. had a mustard seed of faith.
1: Well, I, exactly.
0: I agreed, and I agree. And then it's an all-or-nothing, black-or-white, right, wrong, good, bad. Mm-hmm. And then you're caught in this. Well, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I've been taught this mm-hmm. my entire life. It's
2: an absolute.
0: It's an absolute. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's why I went down to the. Front of the church like eight times just to make sure I wasn't going to go to hell. You know, I thought it, I didn't know it was a one and done. No, it's why I went to confession. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's why people
1: are still going to confession. And, mm-hmm.
0: and I think that it's so, you know, <clears throat> I don't know, I don't know.
1: Nobody knows. No,
0: I don't know for certain. That's exactly right. What I I'm do, so glad you just said that. Yeah, what me too. I, what I do believe mm-hmm. is that I. Can claim the truth that God loves me as much as anybody that's ever mm-hmm. walked the earth, mm-hmm. and if everything's going to be okay, yes, even if I experience a loss, even though you know, like the whole uh, the whole thing that's going on with Russia and everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it does not bother me. I, I feel deeply saddened for the people. And and I keep saying that Captain, the Captain's on Mm -hmm. the bridge. That I love that Emmett Fox Mm -hmm. saying or that reading. It just you guys are always saying that. Sometimes
2: it almost frustrates me. I'm like, well, if that's the case, the Captain sucks right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I do believe it, and (laughs) I do believe that the Captain has a finger in not causing it or anything, but is there
1: absolutely so
0: so in the suffering I think it's just very difficult Mm -hmm. what I have learned to do what is the best for me and I'm not saying it's the best for anybody else is my belief system system is not in a box Mm. it's got the borders are fluent Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and so there's this so my need to know dissolves the older I've gotten I don't need to know all I know is Life is good, God is love yeah. and it, whatever it is is gonna be okay even if it's yeah. not what I would want
1: you just summed that up so perfectly but like the... I feel like we could close down the <laughs> podcast with just that so well said from and from my perspective as well. I had no idea that yes. was even
2: an option. The religious system I was brought up in was very boxed
1: me too Kevin, for years Kevin, and I'm years. so and glad years. you're saying that because. Because it's a
2: lot of what pushed me away, you know. It
1: just well, like, yeah. doesn't seem right.
2: It doesn't I, well, make sense. No. there's
1: no sense it's to what it. It would push anybody away. Because if I take this passage very literal, just like I said, yeah. and I go to the Tetons or Everest and I say, "I have faith. I have more than a mustard yes, seed." Yes, you faith. do. And and still I, can't move it. And and it doesn't move. Then guess what I would do? I would say, "Well, that's." full of shit. Yeah. You know, that he, Jesus said that, so Jesus must be full of shit. bogus. And and so but Jesus isn't full of shit to me, you know. Jesus yeah. so is, no. And the things that he taught and the words that he said and even this teaching to me has great value. And I love what you said, Janice. It you know, Jesus God is not Santa Claus. Uh-huh. we don't make a list and if we're really good we get everything that we <laughs> yeah. want mm-hmm. and but but sometimes if we interpreted scripture as such then we would be disappointed that Jesus is not Saint absolutely of class, that God is not delivering on his word and so because if that was the case
2: then you got screwed and,
1: and well, so that, is everybody else well plus if
0: if it's literal that that God has a, has his ultimate will is that you, you know, you would think, okay, well, so it, it was God's will that I lose four children? Mm-hmm. There's no
1: way. Mm-hmm. No.
2: There's Plus, no way. Plus, think about how much prayer was surrounding you from other people oh, my your course. community and
1: Oh, my gosh. So I don't believe it was God's will for one second. No. I believe it happened. It happens. And so,
0: and. The captain is on the bridge yes. because your evolution around the loss of those children saved three precious children, which this kind of makes me cry because your yours and Topher's love and desire to have that saved those mm. three children. Mm. And so it's all good.
1: It is all good.
0: And that's pretty amazing. Uh, it is. It is so it is amazing. So good. And I think that that's where faith is is in the ultimate goodness of God. Absolutely. And you know, the thank thing, you for saying that. And that's the, such
1: a beautiful thing. And the, say that again.
0: Well, I think that faith, faith is just believing in the ultimate goodness, goodness of God. God. So good. And so you I know, I think
2: yeah. Oh, sorry, Janice. No,
0: go right. ahead. No, it's so
1: beautiful.
2: I was, I was just love thinking. That. No, you're. I think you guys all saved each other, you know what I mean? Oh, we They did. saved you every bit as much as you saved them. No,
0: we that's did. very true. That's a great mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody sure was healed Yeah, mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, the older I get and I think about death, which has n- i have zero fear around that. Yeah, me neither. Because I think that—I mean, I don't know what happens when people die— But I do... Say transition. I like that better. I like transition, too. (laughs) Yeah, I I love transition. I got that from you. Yeah. So good. So that when I transition, I do believe that I will be... I will feel... I think I'll be aware. I think I'll feel loved. And I think Mm -hmm. those those people that I love are going to be in some way around me. But I Mm -hmm. don't believe Mm -hmm. that in... I, I think they're all around me anyway. I think yeah. I'll just be able to see them in, on a certain level because yeah. I don't think I'm going anywhere. Yeah. I, you know, I think when I transition out of my body that has is laid in the ground or burnt that's going to be burned. Yeah,
1: me too. Me too. Cheaper. Then,
2: yeah. It's less creepy <laughs> yeah. to me than, I don't know. Less pomp decomposing. And yeah, I'm afraid I mean. if I, I weren't casket. really, I don't want the... Uh-huh.
1: I don't want anybody picking out a casket for me.
2: Yeah, yeah I don't oh, like no, it. Oh, no, and they're yeah. so
1: expensive. So dumb. Yeah, you know,
0: it. I told my daughters that they're going to... I'm going to want them to take a yeah. thimble of my ashes and go to the Chanel... The original Chanel store in Paris, and sprinkle it in the dressing room, yes.
1: and then buy themselves girl, a
0: handbag.
1: My girl, <laughs> save the salad, seven eight thousand on the casket, and go get a handbag, girl. Yes. On me, yeah. <laughs>
2: Scattered me on the beach in Sandeston, yeah, Florida.
0: When I walked into that original Chanel store, and I, I at that time in my life, I was really into it, and I I, had, I cried. <laughs> I said, I know how the Pope feels when he went to the Vatican. Which absolutely matches up with my love language.
1: Do you? Yeah. You know how you worry that people might find you a little
0: materialistic? <laughs> I don't worry about it. I know it. <laughs>
2: we are who we are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, it's too good. I love but it. But I do think that the, I, I love the fact that we're talking about this because I think with you know, the world with COVID and people, my trainer that, um, that I worked out with for a long, 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 long time, he and some of the, some of the people that he worked with are, were real anti-vaxxers. And um, he, I mean, this is a man who was lived a pretty pure life right now, was in perfect physical condition as far as muscular tone and so clearly his diet he got COVID and he died
1: how old was he janice
0: he uh 48 or something has twin boys what in the world my dad just had
2: it he's same age as janice and he didn't even have a symptom i mean
0: was he vaccinated yes then yeah And so, Mm. and I mean, he was going to, they were going to have to amputate one of his legs. He had blood clots. I mean, it's tragic. He had two grown sons. He might've been 50, but not, he's not my age. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Uh. So make sense of that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, it's just part of the life experience is the transition
1: experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think God had a hand in that. No, 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 no. No, and I think, I, I'm so glad you said that, and I'm so glad you brought that up, because you know, a lot of people, when I lost my children, they w- were curious about the assignment that I gave to God, like, you know, just like kind of you asking, like, were you angry at God? Mm-hmm. So the assumption is... I think is, most people would be. But the assumption is by asking that question, and you're not dumb or unrealistic to ask it, were you mad at God? That, in so many words, says that as people, we tend to look to God for the reason why good or bad mm-hmm. happens. Certainly. Uh-huh. And what I learned in that experience and what I had to like, and this is just my belief, is God's not, God is not, in my opinion, in my belief, it's my belief system that God is not in heaven, sitting on a throne behind these Big golden pearly gates, pulling all these strings, playing chess, or <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, or you're playing in, you're out, you're in, you're out.
1: Puppeteer mm-hmm. with, with, and I used to believe that. I used to believe that every single thing had happened because that's what God intended. And Me too. I, I, I thought
2: that too until like eight seconds ago.
1: I don't believe it. <laughs> really?
2: I, I mean, for the most part.
1: Oh my gosh! You hear everything so happens for a reason thing. a lot, you know. Well, that's everybody's go-to. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I heard that, uh-huh. and it actually made me angry.
2: Yeah, I can't imagine well, it was ever And helpful. you think,
1: well, the reason that your kids
0: died was because they got a disease. Yeah.
1: That's, that's why, why they, they died. died. That's exactly but right. But God
0: didn't put that in them. No.
1: <laughs> you no. Know? I am a human, and I am a and carrier the, mm-hmm. of a recessive genetic d- disease called mitochondrial disease, and so is Topher. That's why. That's the reason my children got mitochondrial disease, suffered and died. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's it's just that. It's science. It's science. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is mm-hmm. it was not a it was not a doing of God. And let me tell you something, if I believe that a god of ours would orchestrate that kind of disease, right. suffering and death on an innocent 8-month-old who was who whose Life could do nothing but bless yeah people. yeah I would never Have believe faith. in that God
2: yeah no no no
1: no, I would never believe in that God.
0: no me neither
1: and and so I, I for me, these verses are are very uh, insightful and and I think Janice you said it so beautifully uh, several times that <clears throat> y- there's this great book. Um, if anybody is is kind of like you, Kevin, you were eight minutes ago and believed <laughs> in, in this eight <laughs> seconds whatever, in this absolution, you know, this like black, yes. white, there's a great book that I read years ago. It's called Seeing Gray in a World of Black and White, and it's written by a mm-hmm. Methodist pastor called Adam Hamilton. He is in... Arkansas maybe I don't know so what's the title again seeing gray in a world of black and white oh I want to get that and he takes I mean he is he I'm Methodist and so he, yeah. and he's a very published respected beautiful pastor and um, with with the largest congregation of Methodism in the world and he, I guess he wrote this book and he he, he was bold. He took these subjects like homosexuality, abortion, um, sex outside of marriage. He took all of these very uh, polarizing uh-huh. topics that people feel very strongly about, oftentimes mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. way or the other. Mm-hmm. And he, he uses scripture and, and then just his mind. And he wrote this brilliant book. About why it's just not black and white, and how as people of faith, it would serve us to look at the world and others a a little more gray. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I that I that blew my mind. I love that. Me too. I'm going to get that book. Mm -hmm. I would. I want to read. I really loved it. Yeah. It it reconciled and it it reconciled a lot
2: for
1: me because I thought people who had abortions were going to hell. I thought they were murderers, and I thought they were going to hell.
2: And one time, I thought all of those things that you named off were me too going to hell. Yeah. Me too. Mortal and, sins and that what? you will go to hell.
1: I was, I would have, I w- was scared to do any of those things, and I also placed and assigned judgment on others who did them. Absolutely. And so you know what that does? That limits love. In my opinion, getting on, to, getting to another place with those things. What I have looking back, known. Like I remember a girl that I knew uh, when I was in my twenties, who had a one night stand, and she got pregnant. And she was a track stud at UT. And I remember the letter I wrote her, y'all. The letter that I wrote her. It's. A, I'm not proud of it. Yeah, and but I remember telling her she was going to go to hell. Uh I remember telling, like, I had some authority to assign (laughs) assign people where they're going. Yeah, I told her that she would never look at a bumper sticker about abortion on the back of a car and feel that she was
2: not feel shamed. Yeah, yeah,
1: I shamed her to death, and. She went through with the abortion. She went back and she ran track at UT. And, and uh, if I could go back and just love her, like what a waste. I, I lost that friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Rightfully so. And, and so you know what I did? I wasted an opportunity to love somebody who, who needed God's love.
0: And at the same time, that was purposeful because that's one of the things that probably quit was quickened inside you when you started being a little more fluid in your belief system mm-hmm. and so I think those things can really serve to at the proper time for us to really with, have deep compassion for ourselves at that time yeah, yeah. and and then realize that that experience helps move move you along to the place where you are now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, for me, the danger in people being too literal is the amount of guilt and shame that they have when they Mm -hmm. experience life. I mean, I believed that God hated divorce and that I was going to go to hell if I got a divorce. And, and I had a minister tell me that mm-hmm. God would give me the abil- strength and ability to stay in that marriage <laughs> if I just asked for it. And I left his office, and I drove around, and I tried to figure out how to kill myself. And I was dead dog serious mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And then because you had Faith of a Mustard Seed and the Mountain wasn't moving. Mm-hmm.
0: The mountain didn't move mm-hmm. and didn't want to move. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and <laughs> so then my friends knocked, you know, came and got me and took me to get yogurt and said, You have to get help. We're not gonna talk to you about this anymore. You have to go to Al Anon and you have to get help. And that was that was, in my opinion, God working in my life to move me through that to a new and better place, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, that's where I think all of those things can't have elements of good. And that's that the captain's on the bridge and all, and my, my Mm Al-Anon sponsor used to say, it's all good. Even if you can't see it, and even if you don't believe it, it's all good. It is. And I thought, and that was amazing. That was, I was like,
1: oh, my gosh. And I believe that anybody could come to see me, anybody could come see you, and it doesn't matter what they would tell me, I would say, I could earnestly, honestly look at them in their eyes and tell them and believe it, that it's all good. Mm-hmm. And it will all be okay. It will,
0: mm-hmm. and other people m- will experience the goodness of it also. Mm-hmm. When we experience yes. that, then it it leaves us and penetrates other people's lives. That's
1: exactly right.
0: But it's it, it's really interesting, and it's and it's hard for people who have been raised like you have, Kevin, or like I was, and you were too, Kevin. <laughs> very black but, and white. You know, very mm-hmm. black and white. And when we start really. I can't wait to get that book. I'm going to get it because I think that that is going to be very interesting to see how he approaches it all. Mm-hmm. And I think that, but it's, it, you have to have a, you're you you you're going to have a reckoning with all of this. Mm-hmm. And it can be, you feel like you're being unfaithful mm-hmm. or you feel like mm-hmm. you're being wrong or you know, or what are people going to think? Mm-hmm. Or I mean, you're, you're a preacher. Not, you're not
1: religious. You're, you're not.
0: Uh-huh, you're, you're not. You're. Yeah. You don't. How could you be a Christian? Yeah. And and not believe that. Yeah. You know, or you know, but the I think that the whole if you really look at at a lot of different religions around the world, there and belief systems they're all kind of saying the same thing and you really get down to it and that is and most belief systems have an element of this that we're talking about is that it's just
1: not black and white yeah I I don't there's too much there's too much suffering yeah there's honestly there's too much suffering and for for me to be okay with the that verse 100% literal, you know, that there's no way I feel like I could be effective as a counselor if I believed that. And, and you know, it's interesting, and I know that all of us have experienced it. We have sought counsel from people who who have read these very verses to us and and told us it's just a lack of faith. Uh-huh. Or You
2: ever uh, laughed in a counseling session?
1: That would. That's really funny, Kev. You know, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but one of one of the most damaging religious experiences that I ever had was when Charlie was alive. And tell me, tell me if you guys have heard me say, but one of my very, 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 very religious friends at the time, um, she said that there was a healer who was coming. And she asked if I wanted to bring Charlie to the healer.
0: I haven't heard this story.
1: And I think I have. It was a, it was a uh, black man from Africa, and he had been known to heal people. And he was coming to Dallas to speak, and would I want to bring Charlie? And I was like, absolutely, I'm going to bring Charlie. Anything, yeah. yeah. Yes. And, um, and so Topher and I went, and we sat at the back of the room. And, and it, like, this was a scary, it was in somebody's home. I have heard this story. I haven't. It was in somebody's home and here in Highland Park, big house, and Topher and I were sitting at the back, listening to him speak. He wasn't speaking, I I don't know what he was speaking about, but I just remember at the end, he was going to heal people. Uh huh. Anybody who wanted to be healed for anything. And so we were at the back. And I was scared to death um, while he was speaking because I knew that the healing was coming. Uh And so he said, is there anybody here who wants to be healed at the end? And I like sheepishly raised my hand and he was like, come up. He knew we were coming for Uh this Mm -hmm. very thing.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And so we went up and in a room full of people, strangers that I did not know, And this man told me as much this verse that he was going to pray over him, that he had the ability to heal, that Charlie would be healed, and that the only reason he wouldn't be healed is because of a lack of faith or sin in my life Uh. or or that Charlie was going to be so evil (gasps) as a human that that the healing wouldn't happen. So there were two things that were not going to allow the healing to take place. And one would be a lack of Topher Nye's faith. And the second would be how evil Charlie was going to be as an adult, oh. that the best thing for him to do was die. And I fucking believed that man. And I use that word with disdain because Charlie did die. And the fact that a man with authority came and, s- and made an example out of me and my husband and most importantly, mm. my child, I, I, won't, I, I think that's evil. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I think that is <laughs> wrong. I don't believe it. But
0: I did at the time. I know. And that's the part that is so scary. Damaging. And damaging. And yet, look where you are now. And that's where that whole thing has been healed. Yes. That whole mentality for you has been healed.
2: Yeah, not because of that douche.
1: No, <laughs> but, but you know what? In a strange way, for this moment, uh-huh. this moment mm-hmm. right here, I'm almost grateful that it happened. Yeah, because if that ten thousand people listen to this, yep. and 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 two hundred of those people have been exposed to a similar damaging theology about who God is, then I hope that it can that it can turn their perspective. And and maybe they can look at it a different way. Well, it sets
0: you free. It sets it sets you free to trust. It sets Mm -hmm. you free to. understand what faith is and understand what (laughs) faith is and I think faith is trust Mm -hmm. and and I because I guess my brain I have to keep it really simple (laughs) you know I have to be like okay captain's on the bridge I mean Tom and I talked about it the other day and I'm like yep captain's on the bridge and he's like okay Janice and (laughs) you know but that I had to Because of where I was in your own experience and my experience of thinking, then I need to die. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes.
0: And. Yes. What? Right. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, and that, Mm -hmm. so, but like you said, that experience for me was the thing that pushed me. I ended up, I went through my, I mean, I had gone to Bible studies out the wazoo. I knew more about the Bible. I could have maybe been a preacher.
1: No, oh, you could have been. <laughs> but
0: but they, you know, but but I I I went through scripture and I wrote on index cards scriptures about love and only love throughout mm. the Bible. Mm. And I would sit in my car mm. Uh with, like in carpool line, mm. I kept them in my car and I read those scriptures over and so over good. and over again in order to, I had to re-brainwash myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. you had to create new pathways. Yeah, and I, I mean, I had
0: to leave religion alone. I didn't, I, I understand st- that I had to go to, I had to go Me to tell. ground zero
2: mm-hmm.
0: in order, you mm-hmm. know, and I, and, and I, I mean, I couldn't stay, I really couldn't even stand to listen to a hymn mm. and then, but working through it and continuing mm. to just focus on love, mm-hmm. then I was able to embrace the words of amazing grace, mm. you really know, great. and it was, so it was a whole transformation it's really great. of a belief system. Yeah
1: maybe that's something Kev. that might be that mentality of Mm -hmm. like just wiping the slate, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like not holding on to, to, to tapes of the past and not worrying about what's in store for the future, but just doing the etch a sketch and, Mm -hmm. and wiping it clean and then defining it for yourself, defining what, because there, I believe that kind of what I do here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. during these kind of episodes. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I think that's
0: I mean, I think that's where faith is yeah. is that we're talking about this and it's going to help you and it helps just reconfirm what I believe and mm-hmm. what Tova believes and then how, so. not who knows how many people that are listening to this mm-hmm. that have been this may hopefully give them permission mm-hmm. to reevaluate this because in the reevaluation of these beliefs, you lose shame. Yeah. And you, you can realize, find where you
2: fit into all of it. And you, know? you
0: believe, I matter. Yeah. I, I am not a mistake. No. I don't have to walk around on glass mm-hmm. in order to see how my eternal life is going to be. <laughs> I mean, it really does. Mm-hmm. It sets you
1: free to be loved and to feel loved. I'm so—and I think we should just end with that. Oh,
2: yeah. You have to go get in and print.
1: Well, I didn't even look at the time. That's not why I said it. I just think that. But that, it's like exactly the right times. <laughs> that's the freedom that comes with. Is is love enters and shame exits. Yes, yeah.
0: and the truth sets you free, and yeah. this is truth.
1: Yeah, I yeah. agree. Oh, beautiful. Have fun, kids. Yeah. Thanks. We're, well, happy yeah, happy spring break, happy anniversary. Thank you, guys, yeah. very much, and Elise. You know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to Venmo you. You don't need to A little extra. That. No, I'll we'll do Okay, we'll, okay we're going to do this. And, we'll, and you buy dinner yeah, on us. Yeah, you buy dinner on us tonight.
2: That is very, very nice of you
1: yeah, guys. Yeah, we got yeah. you. But you have to take her somewhere nice. Okay. Really nice. You, you don't go, go to <laughs> Pluckers it. and then no, pocket. No, no, no,
2: no. <laughs> hey, Pluckers is nice. No, just kidding. I'm...
1: Janice and I have dinner. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. We love you. Love you. Love you a lot. Love you. All right, thanks for listening, y'all. Have an amazing week we